How are you letting out those emotions where they are not consuming you, but you're doing it in a healthy way? Because energy that's stuck in our bodies then tends to start causing havoc in different ways. All right, loves, popping in to tell you your exclusive invite to joining me for an exclusive three-day weekend intensive retreat experience with the one and only Sri Sri Ravi Shankar at his Art of Living Center in the incredible oasis of Boone, North Carolina. That is my three-day rise up and fly forward weekend intensive. Now, during this weekend intensive, I invite you to deep dive into the messy moments and the obstacles and the challenges that didn't go as planned. Because in those three days, we are going to navigate and acknowledge the magical moment of suck, recognizing the contributing elements of your bounce factor and how to process them, how to centralize and regulate your nervous system, as well as we will be taking you through different meditations, group discussions, journaling, one-on-one sharing. And this would be your personal retreat with me as your guide to explore and embrace the unexpected magic in the mess and find your joy through the chaos of sometimes life's heavy moments. So you'll be able to learn how to overcome your internal blocks to unlock your full potential, rewire your thought patterns and replace outdated beliefs and behaviors, increase your emotional capacity when dealing with stress, develop your own personal blueprint and framework for bouncing back from life's challenges. And whether you are experiencing a transition, dealing with a loss, or simply looking to make real life changes, you will come out of those three days stepping into your now what and creating your next chapter. So Brave Table fam, use this link to book your three-day experience with me for only $350 at the Boone Center in North Carolina. That is neetabushin.com forward slash events. And that is also linked in the show notes. And now back to the show. Hello, hello there, Brave Table fam. Welcome, welcome to another episode of The Brave Table. I'm your host, Dr. Neetha, and this mm-hmm. is your oasis, your destination to be all things just a little bit more brave, brave in your life, in your actions, and in your relationships. And today, I wanted to talk about some of the emotions that maybe plague us, that maybe bring us down, or that maybe it is our constant. And some of them include... And these are the emotions that I hear from our community on either how do I process these? Or why is it that my primary emotion when I feel unsafe is anger? Or my primary emotion when I feel unsafe? Or when I feel like things are out of control? Or when I feel like I don't have the confidence or the empowerment, I feel resentful? Or why is it that I feel jealous of other people's successes or jealous of certain individuals? And these are a lot of big emotions to unpack. And if you missed our Embrace Your Emotions workshop, which actually happened yesterday, you can still get the replay. And I will put the replay in the show notes, neethabushin.com forward slash workshop. And I think it's so valuable to point out and so valuable to note that these are big feelings, yet most of the time, we are taught to suppress. We are taught to deny. We are taught to bury. We are taught to 
let's see what else I can actually do so that I don't have to feel my feelings. I don't have to feel this feeling of being uncomfortable because it's uncomfortable to feel these feelings. Or am I a bad person for feeling angry? Am I a bad person for feeling rage? Am I a bad person for feeling resentful? Am I a bad person for feeling jealous? And when we are thinking of what these emotions actually mean, they are guideposts. They are signposts. They are, in fact, a flag, whether it's a red flag or some sort of wake-up call and a wake-up button that, for example, no one is going to step on your toes that no one is going to treat you a certain way. You're not going to allow somebody to step over your boundaries. And maybe you have porous boundaries if you feel resentful. And many times, people pleasers have a tendency to overgive. They have a tendency to please. They have a tendency to be the pacifier. They have a tendency to be the yes person, the cheerleader. Yet when their needs aren't met, what happens is they shut down. And that primary emotion then becomes resentment. Like, gosh, after all I did for this person, my needs aren't being met. I'm not feeling heard. I'm not feeling seen. I'm feeling like I'm being taken advantage of. And so that resentment then turns and can turn into anger. And anger is just also a trigger point. It's a trigger point for not being able to fully express, not being able to fully be heard. Maybe when you were younger, you were told to shut up. You were told to be quiet. You were told to stop being a certain way. You were told that your feelings didn't matter, that you better not get angry. You better not have a tantrum. You better not have a meltdown because if you do, X will happen. I know that for shout out for a lot of my immigrant families whose family members' parents either you know had the five-finger tupper across their face or they had a chinela thrown at them or a chancla thrown at them or a belt thrown at them. And you know we can joke about it now, but these things have long-lasting effects, right? We have a PTSD. We have post-trauma and post-traumatic reactions towards this. So when we get older, when we are faced with a uncomfortable situation, we tend to bottle it up and we bottle it up, bottle it up, bottle it up, bottle it up inside. And then boom, we burst. We burst like a pressure cooker and we react. And then we have our temper tantrum and we are going hard at that temper tantrum because we were never allowed or given a space to fully express. We had to constantly hold it in. So you're probably asking, Nita, well, how can I process my emotions in a safe container? Well, an example of this, and I shared this yesterday, and I shared more of this on the workshop. So be sure to check out the workshop and just grab the replay because I know that there's a lot of valuable information there for you. And one of the things that I shared is creating your own safety container of what it looks like to express. And maybe you're like, well, I don't feel comfortable expressing in front of my friends and family. Well, not a lot of people do, but they don't feel comfortable expressing even in the confines of what feels safe in their bedrooms or in a closet or what I like to call a rage room. And so we have to give ourselves that outlet. And I know that for many years ago, when I started my motherhood journey, I literally would drive to an empty parking lot 
And I would just scream and scream and scream. And who knows if people were driving by, I did not give a flying F. I just screamed and I let it out. How are you letting out those emotions where they are not consuming you, but you're doing it in a healthy way? Because energy that's stuck in our bodies then tends to start causing havoc in different ways. It starts causing havoc in different organs in our body. It starts causing havoc in the way we sleep. Maybe you're not able to sleep because you haven't processed emotions. Another way of processing your emotions outwardly is to go for a walk, moving our bodies, doing that dance practice, turning on that heavy metal or hardcore 90s hip-hop rap or whatever makes you feel like you want to let loose and start moving the energy. Because what happens is if we are not moving, the energy is stuck. It's stuck in our body and it's going to come out in one way or another. And God forbid you have a loved one or a family member, a friend, or your elderly people that love you and you take it out on them. And we know this. I've actually done this. And then we bear the repercussions later where we're like, I'm so sorry for blowing up at you or I treated you this way. I didn't mean to. Listen, it's human nature. But can we actually take our power back where we are allowing ourselves to emote in a safe place, in a safe environment, and actually understanding a little bit more of where triggers are actually coming from. And this is the juice. This is the secret sauce that I want to leave you with today thinking about. Because if anger is just a trigger point for you to see where in your life you are not having that control, where in your life do you not feel confident in your actions or that you feel hopeless, this is an exercise of self-awareness. Where in your life, if jealousy is that primary emotion for you, you feel jealous that somebody is talking to your partner. And I hear this a lot. Nita, how do you have many guy friends? How can one be friends with the opposite sex? And this is a... Because I have very many guy friends and I've always had great relationships with guys because I grew up with two brothers and many, many male cousins who are much older than me. And so for a lot of people, that's not actually the case, that they are not able to have friendships with the opposite sex. That hasn't been my experience. However, meeting then their partners, there has been resistance. And I've actually lost really close guy friends in this arena either because their significant others, their spouses are not actually able to, or they haven't had those kinds of relationships. And I've had to you know, confront this and kind of go into, well, what are they actually experiencing? What are they actually feeling? And if it is a jealousy that you are feeling less than, where in your life are you feeling confident? If the jealousy of your friend's life, of them being able to go on vacations or take time for themselves or have a life that you want or have all the adventures that you wish you have, where in your life are you lacking? Where in your life are you dimming your own light and then sharing, I could never have that. How come she has that? How come he has that? I could never have that. 
thinking that that is not available for you or thinking that my person is going to be snatched by somebody else because they have a longer lasting relationship or they have a longer lasting friendship. And it only pokes the insecurities that we have in ourselves. And I'm going to say that again. It only pokes the insecurities and the lack of self-worth that we have on ourselves to think that we are not worthy of either somebody else. We are not worthy of the life that we want. We are not worthy of the promotion that we wish to get. So where in your life are you dimming yourself? Now, with these big emotions, anger, jealousy, rage, resentment, I want to unpack all of this for you because these are all trigger points for us to have and develop and to really go deeper into our own self-awareness, into our own self-expression of many times what we are not willing to face. Because it's easy to feel angry, but underneath the anger, there may be a sense of sadness. Underneath the anger, there may be a sense of grief. Underneath the resentment, there may be a sense of gosh, I wish I had more confidence in this area. I wish I had more power in myself. I wish I wasn't afraid of what somebody was going to think about me to speak my own mind. Under that mask of jealousy is the feeling of, am I enough? Am I worthy for somebody else's love? Am I worthy that I can actually have these deep desires, these deep dreams that I want for myself so bad? Is it possible for me? And so... I just invite you to think about these specific emotions simply because these are often the ones that we are so ashamed by and we have the most guilt in feeling. Yet, let's normalize it so that we can see what's the underbelly, what's beneath the hood, what's beneath the car of why we're feeling a certain way and why we're so ashamed to feel this way and what's actually the underbelly or what's actually underneath it. Because underneath it is somebody that's hurting. Underneath it is somebody that's feeling sad. Underneath it is somebody that's feeling not good enough or not worthy. And maybe beneath all of it, it's just a little bit more compassion for our human experience. It's a little bit more compassion for rewriting the stories and the beliefs in our mind. It's a little bit more compassion for creating a new narrative. Because if we are constantly thinking that we are less than or we are not worthy of, what could it look like to change that belief today? What could it look like to change that thought in our mind today and start replacing the old story with a new story of how we do want to show up in a conversation where we feel empowered to speak our truth and to speak our point without feeling bad for ourselves? because we're actually taking a stand for ourselves and to allow what may make us feel insecure, but because we trust and we know that there's something better for us making its way towards us. So that's what I want to leave you with. Let me know if this landed for you, if this resonates with you, if this helps you in any way. Maybe it helps you navigate difficult conversations. Maybe it helps you get unstuck from whatever sucked. And if you're curious to grab that workshop, Embrace Your Emotions workshop, the replay is in the show notes. And if this is something that can be shared with a friend, a colleague, a family member, a loved one, go ahead and share this episode with them. It really means the world to us that you are coming here for all brave endeavors and brave actions in your life. And if this lands with you, I would so love, love your five-star review. It really gets us in the hands of more and more people. 
And when you actually screenshot your review, your five-star review on iTunes, if you can send it to me at support at Global Grit, that's support at globalgrit.co, we will send you a free gift. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for being here. And as always, I will see you next time.